Bara bara ra da 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 da. I can't do that voice. No, I was doing tequila. I'm not doing that. I'm talking about this fucker that was on ASDF. Have you seen the ASDF videos? We're gonna have to do that. No! We're gonna have to do that because we're gonna be roommates soon. We're gonna have to do that because we're gay. Pan, but yes. Guess what, ho? You gay. I am. I'm just kidding. Pan erasure. Stop it right now. I mean, pansexuality. I love a good old dick in the ass. Um. So. Anyway, <laughs> we're queers. How about that? Yeah. yeah. Welcome to another episode of this thing that we do called Poppers and Packers. I always got to remember, is it Poppers and Packers or Packers and Poppers? I said Packers and Poppers one day and you almost sniped me. So Poppers and Packers it is. God damn it. Anyway. Branding. <laughs> welcome to another episode of Poppers and Packers with Artemis Gray. And Ezra Prince. The show where we talk about everything and nothing. Today's topic is roomies and relationships. More roommates though, but also relationships because Sometimes Ezra is a slut. So how do we want to start this conversation off? Should we just be excited? Oh, well, that I've we're never had roommates? roommates and I've never had a relationship, so... Do the friendships count as relationships to you? Or do you consider relationships... Well, relationship is a very broad term. Yeah. You have various kinds of relationships with various people. People also get, like, super touchy whenever you put the label that we're in a relationship. Like, if you say that we're in a relationship, it's automatically connotated with we're in it for the long haul relationship of a, like, marriage, partnership, Um, sexual encounters. Whenever I end up in a relationship, that person better be prepared to not be with me for the rest of their lives. Yeah. I'm not going to meet the love of my life tomorrow. You'd be surprised. I don't want to. You know, my cousin, uh, he met his wife in church, and I think they were 15, 16 about whenever they met, and they started dating at, like, 17, and they're still together, and they've been together for damn near, like, 13 years now. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You're very attractive. I just want you to know that. Thank you. You're welcome. Is it the hair? No, it was the belching. I want you to do it in my mouth. I had someone burp in my mouth once. It was gross. Hold <laughs> up. Oh, my ex like went in to kiss me, kissed me, and then burped in my mouth. And I was just like... Ah. I remember the first time I kissed somebody, their mouth tasted like Pepsi. The first time I kissed somebody, it was ham and cheese. <laughs> I got a whole on lunch. <laughs> uh, I like ham and cheese sandwiches. Anyway, Ezra and I are about to move in together. Yay. And, uh... Practically newlyweds. Nope. (laughs) I think it's going to be the most chaotic household. (laughs) You just said, nope, I wouldn't touch that with a 10 feet pole. That is not what I said. I said no. (laughs) Put words in my mouth. You all see our relationship here? Or I guess hear it more than see it. Uh, So, roommates. So, we decided to move in together. Because we had an encounter. So, back in April, when Artemis moved to Columbia, uh, they stayed with us for about three weeks. Somewhere in there. 
and it was the most magical, chaotic, I want to rip my hair out, but I'm also having a fun time, sort of three weeks, for numerous reasons. Half of that for my current roommate, and the other half for Artemis, so <laughs> I'm excited to move in with you. I'm excited to move in with you, I think it's going to be wild. But, like, accidentally wild. You know, it's not going to be, like, we're going to be partying all the time. I'm just going to, like, go to make a bowl of cereal and spill an entire gallon of milk on the fucking counter. That kind of wild, you know? I think it's going to be this podcast 24-7. Yeah. Because whenever you lived with us for, like, three weeks, anytime I'd come home, it was, like, nonstop conversation for, like, six hours. Yeah. Looking forward to it. And then we'd just randomly be like, hey, let's leave. I think the issue we're gonna have is i am being loud well being loud but also i am like way too quick to be like yeah okay let's go have a fun time and give in to all of our vices and i don't have that many no you don't but i think that from what i've gathered anytime someone suggests it you're just like yeah okay (laughs) for the most part not everything not everything i mean i'm not gonna do crack do you have lotion? No. My arms are dry. Well, maybe you should carry lotion in that purse that you have. My prison bag? Yeah. I used to all the time. Why don't you know? I don't know. You're not prepared for sex on the go? Who has lotion? I mean, who who uses lotion? It's bad for your pH. I mean, I have. It's bad for your pH. I was also only ever doing anal with straight guys, so that's probably an issue. As much as I love people, allies or not, we all know that straight, straight men people, love to straight, be like, straight people do not have the best sex. Straight men love to be like, let me put it in your butt. Why? Why are you so fascinated with the booty hole? You go get railed. Gary. Guess what, bitch? She don't got a prostate. No. But you do. Yeah, but... So let her slip it in you. But the asshole doesn't get pregnant. You don't get butt babies. You got a mouth? Who needs butt? I mean, I don't get it. Or also, you know, maybe wear a condom. I've known plenty of people who have gotten pregnant even after using a condom. You don't know that? Whoever their partner was probably took that fucker off. Maybe. Probably said, it just doesn't feel the same. Ugh. Straight men are gross. Let me fucking risk an 18 year long commitment of nothing but bullshit and wham wham pee pee poo poo. Is that why Just you're so gay? I can get a fucking 20 minute good time. Woo! Is that why you're gay? Because I hate kids? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> That's the sole reason I suck on weenie. That <laughs> makes. All the sense in the world. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not here to tell you how to live your life. But don't have kids. Anyway, roommates. Roommates. What about roommates? So what do you look forward to most about us moving together? Our aesthetic and our vibe. Like, despite our differences, you and I very much have the same way about us so i mean obviously it's different whenever you do live with someone but from the three week i'll call it like a three week preview that we had back in april um i think that it's gonna go fairly well 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the main issue is going to be on the nights that both of us are feeling either destructive or not having a good day. I think that those are going to be the bad nights, but that is with everyone. But I look forward to the most is just walking in and the entire place having some form of like gothic witchy vibe. But I th- I'm I'm excited for that just for the physical aesthetic of it, and then I'm also excited just because we're on the same wavelength, so I don't really see us having any issues. But everyone says that, so yeah, beware. I'm really excited to like. This is gonna sound so like no shit, Artemis. But I'm really excited to have someone to share drag with. Yeah. Like where we can both sit down and be like, look at this thing that I just drew up because I want to make it, or look at this thing that I just started working on. You know what I'm not looking forward to? Whenever I bring someone home late at night, like you're already sleeping, so it's like three in the morning, and I bring someone home, and like we have like really crazy sex and it wakes you up. I will knock on your door and say, excuse me. I know. (laughs) And I'm not looking forward to it because of all the time, of the only thing that you have ever warned me of is do not wake you up. That's the only thing I'm worried about. So if uh, I'm ever not home, it's because I got a hotel because I have fear of you waking (laughs) up. (laughs) I hear you guys moaning too loud and then you just start hearing dishes in the kitchen be smashed. And then you come out, you're like, what's your problem? And I'm going to go, we can all make noise, Ezra! <laughs> you know what? I don't think, I don't think I'm going to be able to notice it that much because I'm, I'm not a moaner, but I do get rough. Like, there's been a few headboards, headboards that I've broken in my time. So, <laughs> I imagine that... you break the headboard before you put a hole in the wall? <laughs> By holding on to it and using it as a brace. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking like from the a bit, not from the. Yeah, it it would be from the. You're gonna hear us at like four in the morning, just going like, and then it's gonna be a big crack, and the headboard's gonna break. And you will know I heard it. <laughs> I know. Because I will make just as much noise back. Or if I'm in a good mood, as long as you don't wake me up, like. If I'm already awake and I hear it, I'll moan back. I, because I think I'm funny. <laughs> I'll hear you guys go to and then I'll just be in my room like, ah! I'm excited for it because anytime that... You're excited for it until it happens. No, I am excited for it because I'm going to do like, it. The next day you're going to be like, can you please move out? That was embarrassing. <laughs> like living with my mother well no my mom makes whale noises that's a whole entire that's an entirely (laughs) that almost came out of my nose my mom told us my mom told i haven't told them though so my mom told us at her no my my mom she might I, i i know she listened to one episode but um she told us to play whale noises at her funeral. And me and my me and my sisters are going to be busting up laughing because everyone's going to be like, what the fuck is this about? Well, the story being, uh, back at... Um, this was before I went into the Marines. So um, my parents got a little bit frisky and they got a little bit loud 
and it was not the sexy kind of loud. It's never sexy to hear your parents going at it, but this was a especially like even if I did not know these two, this would not be this this would not sound good. <laughs> and my sister <laughs> my poor sister was directly below them. Um and the entire the entire night it was nothing but whale noises of just <laughs> And whenever we all woke up in the morning, we were going to church. We all woke up in the morning, and all four of us, me and my sisters, were all so tired. And my parents were just like, what's wrong with you all? You all didn't get any sleep last night. And my sister, who was right below them, said, no, because we all were forced to go whale watching. Oh, my God. (laughs) Uh, So... I think that's kind of what started my spitefulness as far as like sex sounds go oh, because that's not what I thought you were gonna say. Woo. I'm very curious what you thought I was gonna say. I think that's what started your sex addiction, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not. I am hyposexual, but that is not what started it. Um, we can save that for another episode, though. Uh, but that whole experience, I think, is kind of what like. Anytime I hear someone, like, having sex, and I'm, like, within the vicinity and can hear them, I just have this natural instinct to make fun of them. And I think it came from that moment. Like, if you ever have sex with someone, and I can hear it, I'm going to moan back, and it's not going to sound good, because my voice is still transitioning, so it's going to sound like a dying quail <laughs> whenever I moan it. If I get you guys having sex, I'm going to go... Stop <laughs> barking. <gasps> I will also bark at our neighbors. If, like, it's a nice day and the windows are open and I see them walking to their apartment, I'm going to go, Whoa! Why? Because they probably, one, won't be able to see me, which is even better, and two, they're going to get really uncomfortable and have no idea where it's coming from. It's called pranking. You want to get, like, really good pranking? We need to get a place. Oh. Yeah. But we need to get a place that has, like, a balcony. That way we can, like, reach over onto our neighbor's balcony whenever they're not there and just start moving shit around. Um, I'm not jumping across a balcony. I will. I can't afford to pay for an apartment on my own. <laughs> Is that your way of saying that I'm going to die if I do that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> It'll all be good. So we both currently have roommates. Mm-hmm. I currently have like 12. Mm-hmm. You have one. Mm-hmm. I actually only have three. Um, I love my roommates. But there's just not always enough space. <laughs> so I love living with my, the people that I live with. Um, they're like some of my best friends in the world. It's just, you know, a matter of everybody wanting their own space and their own time. Mm-hmm. Do you currently have roommates? I actually literally just like we both currently have roommates. Yeah, you know so. who my roommate is. Yes. So my roommate is my ex-boyfriend. And um, I would say that there is a disagreement in our lifestyle and how we live. At this point, it's like I love him like a friend. But at the same time, there are still those annoyances just with the fact of like, you know, whenever you break up with someone, especially like we had a two-year relationship. Um, and the reasoning for us breaking up, it's completely valid um it is annoying but it's completely valid and 
I think that right now we just, for the most part, we, it's a lot better now. There was definitely a time whenever it was just constant, like, hating and spiteful remarks and not getting along at all. But now it's definitely at the point where we just kind of exist. And whenever we are in the same space, we intentionally, like, don't put any negativity there. So, and we try to hang out. But for the most part, it's like he's... He'll be at work, I'll be home, and then as soon as he gets home, I usually have stuff that I gotta do. So I'm really not there anyway. So. So have you ever had roommates that, like, you don't associate with? Like, you don't... I had a roommate that almost sent me to jail. I meant more of, like, in the line, like... So do you ever have people that you just live with? Like, you don't hang out with outside of that? You don't, like... Um, Have you ever experienced that? uh, My barracks roommate. So, um, my barracks roommate, it was like that, uh, she was also dating someone who she actually ended up marrying, and they have a beautiful family, I gotta say. Um, we still don't talk now, like, every now and again, she'll pop up on my timeline, but that's about it, but we really don't talk now, but, um, it was definitely like that with her, and whenever we were in the same platoon, it was very much like an older sister sort of relationship, um, for the longest time, I was always everyone's, like, kid sibling. Um, and with her, it was very much like that. So we really didn't associate, and it didn't really have any issues. But that was also in the military whenever everyone was just living their own lives just in the same place. Um, I did have a roommate. A lot of my roommates have been exes, which is problematic. So were you dating before you moved in, or were you... Yes. Like, but I was saying, okay, Every so that's, that's yeah. different. Yeah. I uh, thought you might be... What is not so great is that we were never dating for long before we moved in. Oh. Yeah, so usually it was we started dating, and then every single one of them, one way or another, I don't know how it ever happened, but one way or another with every single one of them, they had some sort of life situation that got them kicked out or made them have to move out of wherever they were and then move in with me. And because we really didn't know each other and like most of these, most of these people, um, um, like with each of them, we'd be dating anywhere between like one and three months. And like one of them, um, their apartment building got condemned. Another one, the mom had died, like they were staying with their mom and their mom had died so they didn't have anywhere to like really stay. Another one was that they were moving from a different city and they weren't able to pin down a place. Um, and to be honest with that one, I think that he really just didn't try, but whatever. Uh, so a lot of them were situations like that where I already had a place so they moved in with me. And the only one there were... A total of four of them. Um, my ex-husband was another one, but that being married is its own thing. Um, but of the four where we weren't married and we were living together, there was only one of them where it only ever got bad enough to where I like legit had a conversation with my mom and I said, if I don't get out of this apartment or don't like have him removed, I'm going to be in jail by the end of the week. Um, it was that bad. And the events that literally for the first time ever i am like very much like don't touch my stuff you don't touch yours Mm -hmm. or 
if you don't touch my stuff, I won't touch yours. So I, I am like, yeah. So huge on personal privacy. Um, and we had been broken up for about two months, still living together and it was going all right. And then he got like really, 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 really drunk. And if that weren't enough, like he was already drunk, probably like half a bottle in, um, I had another guy come over and had the entire conversation before where it was just like, yeah, I'm totally fine if another guy comes over. No issues. Like, I'm over it. They're never over it. Uh, <laughs> um, so this other guy came over, and as soon as he got over uh, and we went into my room while we were doing the dirty in my room, and we were being really quiet about it, really quiet about it, um, he had taken it was a new bottle of whiskey i got it was like a 70 dollar bottle i was pissed i he had taken it and then while we were fucking he had gone out into like the courtyard area of this he was already half a bottle of whiskey and um gone out into the middle of the courtyard of the apartment complex taken off his shirt stripped down to his boxers and drank the entire bottle of whiskey so by the end of by the time that he came back in, he had drank in a bottle and a half of whiskey, straight whiskey, no mixers, no food, nothing, and he had done that within the course of like four hours. Um, he came back in. The guy I was seeing, um, he left, and whenever my ex came in, he immediately started flipping shit, like not just like in a yelly sort of way. By the way, this was all happening at like. 3.30, 4 in the morning, whenever this happened. He was yelling. Uh, we got a few noise complaints on us. Um, the, and he had started yelling about yelling at me for all this and started going into all the, like, you know, all of our relationship problems were because of you. This happened because of you. You're the reason I'm doing this right now, all that shit. Um, and then he took one of the lamps, threw it against the wall, broke the lamp. Um, and then he grabbed for my TV and I stopped him and threw him on the couch. He got angry. He literally picked up the couch, flipped it over. And then he went into the bathroom, into the tub, laid there and was just like, I'm going to cut myself and kill myself right now because you are just making life so worthless for me and started blaming me about how I'm going to drive him to suicide. Um, which by the way, side note, anyone listening to this, joking about suicide or telling me that you're going to do it whenever you're not actually going to do that, I can pick up on it. And that is a quick trip to my shit list is doing that. Um, I all don't of, fuck with suicide. All of this because you had a boy over? Yeah. So he did that. And then whenever I told him, I was just like, I know that you're not serious um, because you can't even look at me straight right now. You're not even serious. You should go to bed. And I was trying to be as gentle possible. I told him, I was just like, you need to go to bed. And he wouldn't. So I literally picked him up. And as soon as I, like, tried picking him up, he started, like, grabbing me, like, in the like to the point where he was, like, trying to break my arm almost. And he was a scrawny dude. Um, but at that point, I would say that we were both probably equally strength level. So he probably could have broken my arm if I didn't, like, if I wasn't coherent enough to stop him. But he grabbed my arm, tried pulling me into the tub with him. I yanked him out. And told him he needs to stop and try dragging him to the bedroom. That way he could sleep. And he still wouldn't. Excuse me. Um, he still wouldn't. And so 
Then he turned around and he said, you're doing all this just because you hate me, don't you? And I said, nope, you're doing, I'm doing all this because you are crazy right now and drunk. And at that point he tried pushing me back. And this is the, besides my ex-husband, this is the only time I've ever gotten physical enough to actually throw someone into something. But he started pushing me back and I just straight up went into bloodlust mode. And I grabbed his neck slammed him into the door, told him he needs to settle the fuck down and he needs to sleep. And at this point, he wasn't trying to physically be aggressive. He was just trying to, like, talk and get me to stop. But I was squeezing his neck, and I was so angry. I remember I was so angry that his face literally, like, his face turned purple. Like, that's how bad this has got, this had gotten, and it pushed me to that point. And it wasn't until he started to, like, kind of, like, wheeze and stop talking that I was just like, oh! Maybe I should stop. <laughs> um, and at that point, I just dropped him and left him on the floor. And he tried crawling back out to the hallway. And I turned off all the lights and then locked my door and went to bed. And after that, <laughs> Ezra learned a very valuable lesson. So. Yeah, so that was a good insight into the crossover of relationships and roommates. Yeah, so from that guy, I... Like, the next day I called my mom and I said, Mom, I don't know what is going to happen, but this dude is going to get me sent to jail if he's here any longer. And so he went to work, um, woke up like an hour and a half late. He went to work, and I literally moved all of his shit out into the hallway. And I left a note on there saying, go back to your mom's. Um, And then he was gone within the next, like, three or four days. It was great. (laughs) So, do you want to talk more now about the relationship side of things? Uh, we can. What, I mean, like, anything specific that you're wondering about or want to talk about? Um, so I've never really been in an actual relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not something that's a huge point of concern for me. Um, I, I would love to find someone to fall in love with or maybe, like, feel like I have someone that you know, belongs with me. Um, but ultimately I'm just kind of like letting that happen as it happens. Mm-hmm. I'm not chasing it or pursuing it. Cause I think love is an extremely beautiful thing, but it has to happen the right way. Yeah. Um, so whatever insight you would like to provide to the people about relationships, go ahead. Cause I am about as useful as a blank dictionary. My advice for relationships is very similar to what most people say. Um, if you move in with someone, you better have been in like an actual dating relationship for a minimum of a year. Um, the situation I just talked about, me and him had been dating for about two months before we moved in. Um, and he moved in because his mom was downsizing and didn't have room for him and his uh, new in her new spot um another advice i would give is if you are going to move in with someone you better be sure that you can be trapped in a room with them for at least a week because something that i think a lot of us forget is whenever you have a roommate you get off work you get done doing whatever you're doing outside of the house and you go back and they're there and that could be really good or that could be really bad um You would want it to be good, but just know that, like, all of your downtime and the, all those moments that you typically have for yourself or all those times that you typically have for yourself, someone else is going to be there. Um, 
But with Artemis, having lived with them for three weeks and going home to you whenever I was actually like super stressed and depressed and like talking to you and like you talking my ear off every night. Um, me, a talker. I mean, like that, like it helped me. Um, I just remember there was like after two and a half weeks, there was a point where I was so stressed out that um, me being in the car was the only time that I had any like brain space. But that was also because if you weren't home, my other roommate was home. And if he wasn't home, then there was a problem or stress related to the studio. If it wasn't that, then it was with drag. If it wasn't that, then it was drama. Like it was just constantly like one after the other. Um, so I would say if you are going to go into a relationship that involves moving in, definitely have that friendship there. But I, I mean, like of all of my, any advice I have towards this, I feel like is fairly generic in what others would say. My advice for mates is make sure you live with somebody who can clean up after the goddamn selves. Yeah. It's always an awkward conversation whenever you have to tell the other person to grow up. I always told myself, like, no matter what, when I got roommates, I would never deal with messy people. Because I'm not a messy person. I mean, I'm not the most organized person in the world, but I don't live in, like, filth. Yeah. So, it definitely stresses me out living in a messy environment. I would say if you are going to move in with someone and have a roommate, um... Making sure that your lifestyles are fairly similar is important because with my current roommate, like, it's honestly gotten to the point that we have, like, maybe one or two things that we could talk about and that's it. So what if you move in with somebody and they bring home a pet that you didn't know they were getting? I'm all about pets and animals, so I'm totally okay with it. They just better pay that pet deposit because I'm not paying it. (laughs) How do you feel about people who don't take care of the pet and leave it to, like, the roommate's responsibility kind of thing? Then I own every right of that cuddly bunchkin of an animal, and I will claim it as my own and take it, and they can eat the deposit. How do you feel about, uh, like, people with kids? Would you ever move in with somebody no, who's, like, a single parent? Absolutely not. The only way I'm going to do that is if your kid is, like, two months away from moving out. <laughs> your kid is like in college just waiting for moving day. Yeah, like I am I want to adopt someday. You're moving his stuff out to move yours in. I, I want to adopt kids someday, but I don't want to adopt your children. Yeah. <laughs> and whenever I do adopt, I would like it to be whenever I'm good and ready, not because you need a roommate and the baby daddy or mama, or person. The other person who had this child is not paying child support. So, that's how I feel. How do you feel about that? I wouldn't do it at all. No, I would never move in with somebody with children. I got a question. Yes. What do you do, and we can totally cut this out and not talk about it if you don't want to, but what do you do whenever your roommate, and you're really good friends with, is having really bad drama, regardless of how you think of it, with one of your friends, and that's causing issues. If you don't want to talk about that, we don't have to. Well, I would 
kind of say like for me it would be like a not my monkeys not my circus kind of situation so for me it would be like i think you should be allowed to kind of separate your friendships um unless that issue affects you like say you and i shared a mutual friend at one point that you guys just stopped getting along If you held it over my head that I still hung out with that person, I would probably be frustrated with you. However, if that person did something bad to you, then I think you have to respect that boundary. Yeah. You know? Um, But if it's like your roommate just doesn't get along with somebody you hang out with, then I think you need to mutually respect both situations. I'd agree with that. You need to respect your roommate's right to that living space as well and maybe not have them over unless that person's not around but your roommate also needs to respect the fact that you have a a standing relationship with this person and they don't get to dictate whether they do or whether what you do outside of that apartment so i would take the not my monkeys not my circus approach i wouldn't talk to either of them about the other one i would just do what i want to do i respect that I think I'm along the same way. Um, Like, I would definitely, like, have a conversation and talk to you, just be like, you know, this is what's going on, this is how I feel. And with a lot of my conversations, I always ask, you know, am I overreacting or do you think that this is valid? Um, Because I need that check, especially because I get in my head way too much. Uh, But... I would take that route and definitely just depending on the situation, either take it as I need to pull back from this other person because they hurt you that bad and depending on what it is, um, or it would be a, that is just a personality conflict between Mm -hmm. two people. Yep. I would take the route of either you two figure it out or just don't be around each other. I'm not going to. I think as that person's roommate, though, I have a responsibility to not put them in an uncomfortable situation. So if they look at me and say, I don't get along with this person, I'm not going to be like, hey, person, come over for dinner. Yeah. You know, I'm just that's that to me is unfair. But also, I'm not going to be like, well, I'm never talking to you again because my roommate doesn't like you. That's not my business. You know what I'm excited about? Hmm. Totally switching topics here. Um us being roommates and having like people over at night. I'm so excited. I know. <laughs> Especially because like you and I are like night owls and a lot of our friends are night owls. I'm excited for that, especially because both of us are very social and very. I, I think that we're both just have that like party host gene. Um, yes and no. I'm very conscious of my own space. Mm-hmm. So, like, if we ever host a party and somebody tries to go in my room, they might get punched and escorted out, you know? But, like, I'm okay. I don't know if I'm a party host as much as I'm, like, a gathering host. You know, five to ten people that don't do a lot of moving. But, like, a party where there's, like, music and people drinking and people in this room and this room and this room, I'm like, who's cleaning that up? I love both. Not me. (laughs) I love both. I'm totally okay to... Clean up both. I remember before me and my ex moved in together, I was thinking about having a two-bedroom and having one room that was specifically solely with the purpose for parties and gathering, and I'm all about it. No, my ideal night with friends is, like, 
a total of eight people, beanbag chairs, marijuana, and takeout. I love and that. And nobody fucking move, all right? <laughs> I love that, but I also, I love nights like that, but I also love nights where you have, like, anywhere from, like, five, you have, like, five to ten people, and you might have a few that are, like, sitting in the kitchen, you might have a few that are on the balcony, you might have a few that are in the living room, that are, like, in those spaces, and they're all just having their separate conversations. I'm well, also yeah. a fan of those nights. I'm, I'm a, I just as long as it's laid back, you yeah. know, I, I I like twenty to forty people oh, in no. one household. No, 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 I'm no. like, how about all of you fucking kick rocks, okay? <laughs> like, um, that Labor Day barbecue mm-hmm. wasn't bad because yeah, there was like you know thirty people there, but everyone was in sections. You know, it wasn't like thirty people all in the kitchen or thirty people. I will get pissed off and leave. I'll leave my own home. Be like, fuck all of you. I'm overwhelmed. So that's not for me. You know what else I'm excited for? What? Whenever we go like decor and furniture shopping. Oh, I love shopping for home goods. Me too. You know, my favorite section of Target is the dishes. <laughs> you know what mine is? What? Like all like the really useless shit that looks pretty. So like the rugs, the fake plants or real plants if you're into it. Um, I'm not I'm, responsible. I'm saying, I love plants. the idea of real plants. I can't keep up with them. They'll die so fast. I've killed every single plant I've ever tried. Um, I love doing that. And, like, all the little, like, ottomans and, like, storage containers. Like. I love Ikea. I love Ikea. Never been. Me neither. And you love it? I love the idea of Ikea. <laughs> but you've never been to it. No, but I love the idea. They sell meatballs. <laughs> Nobody make fun of the way I say fucking meatball. <laughs> or hot dog. And you're from Missouri. Yeah. <laughs> I am excited to go to Ikea. We should totally make that like a free trip. You want to hear a disgusting sound? Yeah. That's what it sounded like when I went down on my ex. Ew! Ew! I thought you... We should totally make Ikea, like, our first, like, friend day trip. No. The first day trip is going to be the penitentiary. How do you get blue ink all over? Yeah, but your mom's going to be there. Oh, nobody likes my mom all of a sudden? I like your mom. I'm just kidding. We have to pick a date for that. We do. That's a side conversation. Sorry, everyone. We're going to go to the penitentiary, and I'm going to... Get shitted. I'm going to shit. I'm going to find something to take home. You're going to steal, like, a support beam? Yeah! <laughs> I'll, like, it'll be a support beam or a brick or maybe, like, a piece of clothing from, like, a wheelchair. As we're, like, disappears for an hour, we just hear, like, a welding kit because he's taking out a fucking support beam. <laughs> the whole penitentiary crumbles as we leave, and he's just, like... Hauling this out like nobody's gonna notice and conspicuously as a forty foot metal beam. Hey. Don't down on good ideas. <laughs> <laughs> it'll it'll make a good decor piece in our As home. the building's falling down, he's like, You think they're gonna notice? <laughs>
I would take something stupid. I'd find like a leaf that blew in the door and be like, souvenir. I wouldn't. I would go for like the, like if there's like a random like wheelchair in a hallway. In uh, a prison? You never know. They're not taking care of people in prison. No, but there could have been a prisoner that like didn't have the ability to walk. You think they're going to care? They'll leave that fucker in bed. Okay, anyway. I'll find something, and it'll be something that, like, someone's dead body laid on. Take a sink out of the wall. Well, you see, the goal is to bring something back. You need to take the sink out of the wall. Yeah, mate. Hide it in your bag. Bring some mold. I will die. (laughs) All right, guys. So, that was a little bit rambly, but I think it was fun. I think it was interesting, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Actually, I really don't care Um, (laughs) whether you do or do not. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Poppers and Packers with Artemis Gray. And Ezra Prince. Oh, um, what do I say? Uh, As always, love you in a monster because no one else will. And I am one round mound of sound. If you liked this podcast, please tune in again. And if you didn't, go go tuck tuck yourselves. yourselves. We're getting better at it. We are. Getting better.